Hi everybody, welcome to the Creatives in COVID podcast and today I'll be introducing our wonderful cast starting with the beautiful Deandra Daniel. Please introduce yourself, tell us your major and what it is that makes you a creative. Hello everyone, I'm going to get the accent thing out of the way. I am from Barbados so that's why I don't sound as nice and lovely and smooth as our other hosts. Um, I am a journalism major at the University of the West Indies Mona campus. And what makes me a creative, I like everything. I I used to dance, I used to sing, I paint, I am a thespian. I, I'm just so in love with the arts and I'm now coming around to accepting that I need to do something arts related and creative related for the rest of my life, which is why at the end of this semester, that's the end of me in this school, I'm dropping out. But yes, that's what makes me um a creative. So thank you. Back to you, Henry J. No, no. On to our other host, um, the charming Sharika. Could you please tell us your name, your degree, and what it is that makes you a creative? Hi guys, my name is Sharika Lawrence. I major in integrated marketing communications, and what makes me a creative in COVID is. I write poems. I don't know, but there is just something about writing poems that helps me to express myself. So, yeah, that's what makes me a creative in COVID. Lovely, lovely. Onto the Lux Empress Brian herself. And that's same complete. procedure. Okay, so my name is Brian. I major in integrated marketing communications. I'm in first year. And what makes me a creative is, as Deandra said, it's basically everything. I do a little bit of singing, even though I'm not really a singer, so they would quote me on that. Um, I do, I write poetry. I used to go to JCDC for the poetry and stuff like that. Um, I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm not sure if that classifies as being a creative. But I think it kind of does, you know. And you know, I have to plug my business to so follow Polos Media on Instagram. Um, I also love music. One of my favorite genres of music is reggae music. And yeah, I just love the art. I love art itself. And yeah, basically. On to the beautiful Amani. What it is that? What is it that makes you creative? What's your degree? Yes, I do. Um, hi guys, my name is Amani. Um, I'm currently getting a degree in integrated marketing and communications, and I think what makes me a creative is just the passion for um, you know, transforming something that was in my mind into something physical that you can touch and see and it's up for others to interpret and to have an idea of what is inside my head so i think that's what makes me a creative just the passion behind it because creativity is anything what you make of it and last but not least i i want to introduce to you uh, my my other host chanel panton could you please tell us about yourself your degree and what it is that makes creative. Hi everyone, my name is Chanel Pantan and I am currently studying integrated marketing and communications. And what makes me a creative is 
as everyone is saying, they love. I absolutely love all the arts. I am very into music. I sing a bit. I write poetry too. I love poetry. I love analysis. And I think what really made me realize I was into poetry was studying Wilfred Owen for CSEC. But I've been into music since basic school. I love film, adaptations, all that kind of stuff. Like literally anything that has the arts. So I am an aesthete. So that's what makes me a creative. All right, beautiful. Um, I, I seem to notice we use the word creative a lot. I would like us all to, to clarify what we think being a creative is. Like, what, what is it that, in definition, a creative is to you all? But before going to that energy, you'll introduce yourself. Don't leave out yourself. Oh, um, <laughs> yo, everybody, my name is Energy Roberts. I am the moderator for this podcast. I study integrated marketing and communications without hoping that I can minor in entertainment and culture enterprise management. I what makes me a creative is that I'm I'm a musician and I sing a bit. I don't know if I can sing anymore, but <laughs> um yeah, I love music. Music is something that has been a part of my family from I was born and there's just this this innate joy tied to it of 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 the there's this nostalgia attached to it that keeps me engulfed in music i i love it truly to be honest and i feel like that's what makes me a creative now now that we've all been introduced and you're aware of our lovely cast um i as i said before what it is what is it that we define a creative as the word creative to us what does it mean I Who is a creative? My bad. Your use of the word innate, and then earlier, Amani mentioned passion. I think that's what, because we as humans, like, it's just our nature to create things. So I think we're all across the board just naturally creatives. But then in this context specifically, what I consider to be a creative is somebody with that innate desire to, like, create and like create art and with that passion attached that's what makes you creative because you know like you just you you picture yourself in one job and you're like okay but how do I how do I sparkle that up like I want to just you know it's like an urge that to me is what that's what I consider to be a creative you you mentioned something like there's this innate passion. So is it that, is it that there's this general um, stereotype? But though, um, as it relates to being a creative, I think you were saying something about stereotypes. I think in Jamaica and especially Jamaican parents, I think being a creative is not as widely appreciated as it should be. Because people say that, okay, you tell them that you're creative, they think it's because you're lazy or they think it's something that is not going to be very profitable in the long run because people tend to stick to traditional jobs. So if you're not going to be a doctor, a lawyer, or one of those professions, it's almost as if your career or your degree is not valid. Not saying that there's anything wrong with those um, professions because they have to be done and they're very good professions to go in, but not everybody wants to stick to that 
studies done, you know, because even when I was selecting my course, I had person <coughs> say to me that, hey, are, are you sure that you want to do this course? Are you sure that it's going to be profitable? And I'm like, marketing is one of the biggest here right now. So how are you asking me if I'm sure? But because it's not something that is the norm, it's not something that is talked about a lot. People don't necessarily see the potential and the profitability that it has. So I think that a common problem in the Jamaican sphere. Not just Jamaica. I, I, I would love to just bring it down and be like, oh, it's a Caribbean thing. But I genuinely think creatives all across the board face this. Art is just not... Because art is everywhere. I think we take it for granted. And oftentimes, like, you... There's this belief that the only artists that exist are those in Hollywood and that live in their mansions. And unless you get to that, you're not, your career isn't valid. But that that is a very harmful mentality that needs to be destroyed because I can't tell you how many times I've been told in throughout my life, just mentioning various artistic paths I wanted to go down, people telling me, oh, but um, that's nice, but what's your backup plan? Like, that is very damaging. That's how I got here in a degree that I hate. Pardon? Yeah, people always say that, oh, it's just a hobby or, you know, what do you have as a backup? Are you going to do something else? Is that really what you're going to do? That's something that's common. And that doesn't work. And then your whole thing about marketing, I can't even imagine why somebody would question you and marketing because, okay, yes, that's great. Lawyers are necessary. Doctors are necessary. Have you ever gone in a doctor's office and not seen a painting on the wall? Have you ever interacted with a lawyer that did not give you a designed business card? Like, Art is necessary, and I don't know why there's this idea that it's not, and it's not profitable, and there's not money in the arts. So that's All right, so, so I have a question then. I have a question. So mm-hmm. I hear you, what you're both saying. So my question is, is it, that, is it that creative is a term that is only limited to what is considered art? Can a creative not be someone in a, in a science, in STEM or, or in law or in medicine? Can someone in those fields not be considered creatives? Of course. Um, yeah, of course. I feel like, yeah, creative. exactly. I feel like cre- when, when you're a creative, it's just when you just use your mind to do powerful things. It doesn't have to be limited to like physical art, like paintings or, um, you know, sculptures. It can be um, whatever you you know bring into a like a possibility it's like when you turn a an idea or a dream into reality i think that is what a creative process is because you're create it's like when you create your own reality i agree with amani i just think the reason that we so right to any people in stem that might be listening it's not that we're snubbing them completely but i personally maybe that's just not my reality. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say they wanted to go into STEM and they were told, yeah, no, I'll find a backup because that is creating, but there just seems to be this general like discrimination against the fine arts and performing arts and stuff like that. And that was the whole rationale for, well, why we're focusing on creatives, at least as far as I'm concerned. There is so little support out there. You know, you find few people coming from families that are like, yo, follow your dreams. And even then, the society behind them is not necessarily the best. My father's literally a musician, and my mother was 100% like, DeAndre, do whatever you want. I've been in, you know, acting classes and whatever since I was younger. But the mentality 
of society and of school really got to me. And I think that's why I, I was so for the idea of focusing on creatives because creatives out there need that support and need to know that, you know, what you want to do is valid and it doesn't need to be a hobby. And if you don't want to go to school for it, you don't have to go to school for it. Like there are other paths. But yeah, sorry to jump into the next segment. Energy, continue what you were saying. No, 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 that's fine. You can you can continue because I, I totally agree and identify with what you're saying. Because even though music is something that has been a part of my family, everyone kept on saying, I know it wasn't bad spirited, so to speak, but everyone kept on saying that, yo, you're not for go school for the music because I really wanted to go to Vietnam. But it, it just it wasn't feasible to my parents. And because they they if whether or not we want to admit it, they're they're essential to to how we influence ourselves and set our goals. I couldn't see myself at Edna either. And that's how I ended up here. I'm glad I'm here because I'm meeting wonderful people, people that have genuinely impacted my life for the short space of time that I've met them. And oh. I'm happy for that. I'm genuinely happy for that. I don't know about y'all, but I am grateful for some of the experiences that COVID has granted me. Because I don't know if we would be here together if it was face-to-face. No, I agree completely. But can you speak more on the point about not seeing yourself at Edna? Because I had that same exact issue with me and EBCCI. And that's why EBCCI is the Barbadian version. I was going to go to Edna too, so I totally relate. Same. I wanted to go to Edna when I was in primary school. I wanted to go back. Everybody, please. but as energy saying, <laughs> everybody, please. I did not see myself. I think it it does have a lot to do with um not seeing that you're from a different country, the Caribbean, the economy is not the best. Society does not really accept it, and so so people always drill this into your head that oh, if you go to Edna, you have to either have big links or you have to really really excel there to make a career in whatever in the dance in the art in any of that the acting the drama and they say no if you go there you'll at least get a job or if you do this or but it's so sad it really is because people really want to follow their dreams and go where they feel like they'll be doing work where they feel like it's not work they're just doing what they love for the rest of their lives or whatever time period it is and they just tell you no don't go there because that's not good and it's so so sad that point about wanting to work and have it feel like not work i don't know what the the secondary school situation would have been like at in jamaica but here at especially at the school i went to we have this culture where unless you are losing your mind and tired and in pain and you cannot bear what you're studying you're not doing any work but that's a terrible mentality when Amani sits down to paint, you know, that is hard work and that takes time, but I'm sure she enjoys that. And that doesn't, because it, it came easier, it came naturally, she enjoyed it. That doesn't make it invalid. Same with writing poetry. I don't know where this mentality comes from. It's really just from the older generation, you know, because they really weren't taught to like, you know, follow your dreams. You have to do something that is profitable. So even if you're in a deadbeat job, I don't like it. As long as you're providing for your family, then it's fine. So they weren't really conditioned to 
follow what exactly they wanted to do. Because even I wanted to do acting at Edna. And also, as Nell said, it's about the, the state of the economy because the acting, what would you say, field here in Jamaica is not as well developed as abroad. So even if I went to Edna Manning to do acting, it would have been very hard for me to get a job, you know, acting here because not many movies or productions are made like in Jamaica like that. So I think those are the two main issues, that like the older generation as well as the state of the economy, which makes it hard for creative youth to venture out into certain careers. But that's changing a bit now. Chanel, Chanel used the word that I, I really appreciated. She said, she said dreams. And that is what I think a creative is all about. You being able to materialize your dreams. Um, Brian said that she wanted to go into acting, like that was that was your dream at the time, right? Yes, it was. So, what I think is that because we limit our creativity to fitting in, we forget that our creativity can become innovative. Is it say? What if it is that you were supposed to be the one that started a new acting 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 company in Jamaica? that really boosts the Caribbean media in, in general. Is it me? We limit ourselves because we feel like even if we, we still set out to pursue our dreams, we don't ex- expect to fully succeed. Is it me? We don't see ourselves being able to become, become a Michael Jackson or for, for music. Not even Michael Jackson. For me, it was the basic plane for Michael. Is it me? We don't see ourselves able to in a museum beside Van Gogh, we not see ourselves uh, 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 have our poems in, in, in World of Poetry and get reviewed by CSEC students because in reality, we ourselves identify with the fact that creativity and the arts aren't really valued in society except by those in the arts. And the reality of it is that we cannot we live in a society where we cannot afford to bet on our dreams because if we fail, we have no backup. If if that make that makes sense, right? It makes sense to me, but I yeah, that is so true. The older I get, the more that whole mentality of I can't afford to not bet on my dreams, like it, because it. Given that this is something on the inside and this is this innate passion suppressing that takes a lot of energy and it can really have a toll on your mental health and you find that okay bet you do the degree and you make it through the three years or four years and you do an internship and you get a job but all this time you're suppressing and that I can personally I can no longer afford to do that and I would rather you know a friend of mine as it related as it relates to changing my degree was like you only fail when you stop trying and to me that is what I can't do and on the point of you know Brianne potentially being somebody to like make this acting you know space for fellow creatives those things are necessary and like we really do lack that infrastructure in the Caribbean and because that infrastructure isn't there creatives are like ah well there's no infrastructure so I'm not gonna do this thing but I think we forget that in order for there to be infrastructure we are the people like we're at the age we're the people we have to we have to build the things that we want to see because the older generation, as we've, as we've established, they're not going to do it because they don't, you know, they don't see the value in these things. And Brian also talked about um, 
you know, wanting to go and act and something. And I think a big part of going out as a creative is getting the support. Because really and truly, we can want to pursue the dream, you know, but there's a lot of stuff we can do without support. If it's financial support or emotional support, because I can't be pushing myself. All right, most of us will live with our parents or we live around family members or people in general. So imagine I and 10 other people, I am pursuing a career in art. So I draw, I paint, I do a lot of that and everybody around me is on me saying, you know, this is not going to work. It's very hard to succeed as an artist, even going through school and coming up with something like thinking about a concept in your mind and being able to recreate that concept on paper or on a canvas and everybody around you is just so negative it's very hard to push forward with all that lack of support dragging you back definitely i do believe that because even though yeah we're supposed to make strides and you know implement things for ourselves and you know be the one to make the change if you don't have that support then it's definitely hard because even when i wanted to be I mean, I've always been a creative, like, from birth, and I've always believed in multiplications of income. So I'm saying that, yeah, I want to be an actress, and I want to be a fashion designer. And I told my mom, and she was like, well, you have to go pick some else, you know, because those aren't very profitable. So I had to, like, for a long time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I only discovered that I wanted to do a marketing degree in about grade nine. So from about grade six to nine, I did not know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I just didn't want to be a fashion designer or an actress because it would be something that is not profitable or not secure. To get what I'm trying to say. Um, I I, I agree with you guys. I agree with you guys because I remember I wanted to do law, right? And my family, they were like so proud of me. Like they would tell everybody that, oh, she wants to do law and everything. But now that I have changed my major, like they can't even remember what I want to do right now. Like every time they would have to come and ask me, like, what are you doing again? So it's like you don't get that drive. I, I mean, I don't get that drive because like I don't have the support from my family, you know? I first totally, totally get you. I'm so sorry to hear that that was the response, Sharika. I cannot imagine how deflating that could be. And then for everybody that mentioned their stories of their families not being on board. And I think that's why it's also important. Spaces like this are extremely important. Finding fellow creatives that like share your mentality and understand where you're coming from. These these spaces and these conversations are conversations that need to be had in order for any change to be made. So outside of this i hope that we'll be able to you know lend each other support if we if any of y'all decide like yeah i kind of want to like try it and see what happens with me pursuing the acting or me you know diving headfirst into writing poetry you need that support and it sucks that it can't always come from the family the people that you want it from most but you just got to put yourself in spaces and on that note, I think in some other podcasts we should discuss that. Imposter syndrome is a huge thing that I personally experience putting myself into spaces with creatives. But regardless, the conversation, these conversations need to be had and these spaces need to be made available.
Um, the I know you said that um you would rather have the imposter syndrome on another on another podcast, but it's it's actually a really it's actually a really serious thing that I feel like most creatives, if not most people in life, suffer with. Especially considering in our context, we were surrounded by people who didn't exactly believe in us, which whether we want to admit it or not, put some doubt in us. So when we're actually in a space where our work can be appreciated and we can get the 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 drive to keep on keeping on, we we seem to forget that we ourselves are creatives. We feel like we don't belong here among these people who were fearless, so to speak, because I would consider Brian fearless for starting a business because I've had ideas that I thought were really good that I didn't follow because I didn't feel like I would succeed. Is that what I say? I've 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 thought of of beautiful poems that I could have written, but I did I never did. So I'm jealous of Sharika and Chanel. They're so I I I'm jealous of the fact that you, Deandra, feel so comfortable within your artistic self. I'm jealous of that because there is a point in time when I couldn't even see myself as a creative. I wanted to do law also, Jerika. I I was genuinely trying. Like law isn't my thing whatsoever. But because I had a bit of a bit of mental ability, so I did well in school, I thought I should do law because I knew that would have made my parents proud. But it just never worked out. Even being among lawyers, I felt out of place because I know I'm a creative. But when I'm among creatives, I feel like I don't deserve to be here because I try to fit in with the lawyers and the doctors and the engineers and the and the and the accountants and whoever else. I'm go ahead, everybody. My bad. All boils down to support because even when you said, you know, me starting my business. Before I started my business, you know, I asked my mom and I asked my friends and they were like, definitely like, go ahead. Nothing tried, nothing done. I had that support system behind me. So I was able to even make the steps. And I was like, I was extremely unsure because I started this business about two years ago. It's almost three years now. And at the time, entrepreneurship, especially online, wasn't as big as it is now. So I was extremely scared, but, you know, person that went with me, go ahead, and I did, and it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made because I went from, you know, doing house calls and, you know, doing people's hair, only having one style, and then now I'm in a shop. I have multiple styles that I offer, and I'm embarking on more business endeavors that, you know, you always hear about soon and ping, but it's really all about the support because if I never had that support, I never would have taken opportunity, and I don't know what I would have been doing now or where I would have been now. So it really all boils down to support. And it's so, so good that, uh, it's so good that you have that support because honestly, I know I said that I sing a bit, but I really do sing. Like, I can sing very, very good. But from a young age, I was, I, I remember telling my mother that I wanted to be an artist, right? I was so passionate about that. And she sat me down one day and she told me that, that really and truly, now I'm going to try to be a nurse. So I did not know what to do with myself because I know I am a creative. I've been doing all of that creative stuff from basic school. And then somebody, they keep on telling you, oh, 
do law, do nursing, and ask her, why should I be a nurse? Because Jamaica constantly, you know, we need nurses because they keep leaving and stuff. And I should be a nurse. That too. And I cannot be a nurse. I, I'm sorry to all the sick people out there, but I cannot sit around the sick people and stuff. And I am very sicky, sicky myself. So I really cannot. And then I did not know what to do with myself because you want to do this and you hear that oh you can't do that and then they say okay do this and i know that i cannot do that so you just sit and you don't know because even choosing imc i did not know what it was i just picked one as i integrated so i said okay that means it has a lot of stuff that was it i just picked that and i'm here i'm very very happy that i am here though the world this whole mentality of oh jamaica needs nurses like that's the fact. Great, Jamaican these nurses, they're sick people. Those people needed to be. Those people need nurses. However, the world needs you. Like you were put here with your gifts for a reason, and it sucks that because of lack of support and imposter syndrome, which I really want to touch on, because energy that that is that's such a huge problem, and we stand in spaces that we know we're not comfortable in we stand amongst the doctors and we stand amongst the scientists and we know that that's not where we belong and we know that that is imposter syndrome and instead of being like oh i'm uncomfortable here let me leave those are the spaces that we stand in and we're like yo i don't feel right in here but like let me fix it let me try and let me, maybe if i study harder maybe if i read more books and let me try and fit that is not where you're supposed to fit in and then when you go into spaces that you belong in the lack of support that you're that's in the back of your head and your own personal sensor. I'm doing a course that is, you know, trying to help me to find myself as a creative and allow myself to create. And they talk about this concept of like the sensor. That when you that's what's causing your imposter syndrome when you go into creative spaces and energy hearing you say the word jealous. I'm gonna send the name of the book in our group chat because I think it's a great resource. And if any of you want to join me on this journey, you can. But the lady right at the beginning starts by saying, if you feel jealous when you look at other people who are seemingly just fearlessly creating their business or fearlessly creating, then that is a sign. That's what you're supposed to be doing and you should follow it. But yes, that that's my two cents. I'm so sorry to be screaming. I feel like I'm just very passionately talking. That's, so that's my bad. It's okay, girl. It's okay. okay. Yeah, but I think the last factor though that really contributes is the school system. Because even when I went to high school, right, you have to be science subjects, at least if it's at least one. And when I went to sixth form, the way they um structured the courses, so I did humanities if I mix up business because you know I'm an entrepreneur. But the way that they structured the classes, they made it very I don't I can't find the word right now, but they singled it out to, okay, they structured it for science persons, for humanities persons, and for business persons. So the way that they set the timetable, if you did business and humanities, there's a clash. If you wanted to do science and business, there's a clash. Basically, they're putting it into a box, and you can't really be as diverse as you want to be. Because even at UIC, university really helps to birth and nurture people, <clears throat> but not everybody is fortunate enough to get to that level. And creative and being a creative is not really nurtured in like, you know, tertiary, not tertiary, secondary institutions. So it's a bit hard for you to really 
make that step break and get to university that's going to encourage that. So I think that's a big problem as well. And speaking oh um Brian, you mentioned that the school system especially wanted to like basically set us in our tracks, right? Which is good in theory, but the reality of it is most of us had to make this decision before we even knew ourselves properly, right? We barely knew what we liked. We barely knew I don't even knew what barely knew what we disliked and we don't I don't even knew what we actually liked. We were still growing as humans and we were forced to make something that would affect us for the rest of our lives. That is something I didn't appreciate, but at the same time I I I can acknowledge the fact that what they were doing wasn't all in in negative negative so to speak like they were actually wanted to ensure that there were step, steps being taken from an early stage for us to be be set in life which is what i'm grateful for but they also in doing this they cut off our creative options because especially living in jamaica we only value creatives when they are already valued meaning i doubt anyone in jamaica would look up the coffee except for creatives if she isn't if she wasn't a grammy winner you see me but nobody would have looked up to dalton if him never go go abroad go sing on the music competition the never voice at so the next one name that streaming system i and i i take your point energy because i know it did not come from like a negative place but there is no way that you have me in third form picking subjects in preparation for a degree I'm going to do when I'm 18. Like, I'm going to be very blunt. I'm in third form. I ain't even have my first period yet. And you want me to plan for when I'm 18. And, and at 18, I'm doing a degree to support me when I'm 30. Like, yes, you need to plan ahead. But they force you to think big picture way too fast do not come and drop a quiz in front of me and be like oh well based on these answers you might be good as a lawyer because you like to talk like they really do not give you the space to like feel around I and what word yeah i got that so much yeah man you look oh my one. god oh no you know what people need to understand especially in the age of covid19 life is extremely short do whatever you want to do as long as it's not harming yourself or others. Because life short, when we go do one degree on my door life, then we have to share some money and then we, not, we can't get no work. So, oh, that's going to make sense. That that. Going to make and it makes me so sad when I'm older that I pick this and as, as we talk about the whole jealous issue, doing all of that, as Brian said, and then you get all that, right? Say you want to do art and you go and you pick law and you're a successful lawyer and all that you know and you see an artist and they're there living the life that you want and you get so jealous you feel so bad why would i do something that i know that i don't want to do it is so and the school system really needs to allow for people to expand my school did not really did not appreciate creatives they did not appreciate the humanities department any of that and i will say that as plain and straight as i can it was so stifling i could not wait to leave i know that i'm gone you know everyone has that big pride at their high school yes i went to wherever i and they keep their ties and all of that not me not me i could not wait to leave i don't want anybody to know that i went to that school it is so they need to 
allow for people to be different. I've seen people cut their hair and they made it such a big issue. Like the least little thing, it was crazy. You know, we're at a limit for time for today. We can't cover every single topic in one podcast, guys. That's not how it works. There we go. So we're gonna well every day you can wrap up. But based on how we just went off the rails, I think that in and of itself is why the group members of group fourteen decided these this podcast needs to happen because each of us needed to have a space to talk and somebody out there needs to hear this stuff. Energy? True. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the Creatives in COVID podcast and we'll see you guys next week.